This is Rabbi Weinreb again, continuing with the Shnayim Mikra program for Bezos Habrocha, beginning today with the third talk, this one from Shlishi to Ravi. We've seen so far the beautiful brochos which Moshe Rabbeinu gave, first to Reuven, then to Yehuda, then to Levi, then to Binyamin. Now, at Shlishi, he gives a bracha to Yosef. The natural flow is from Binyamin to his older brother, Yosef. And the Posuk says, Uli Yosef Omar, and to Yosef, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mivoreches Hashem Arzo. The land of Yosef is blessed by God, as we will see in the ensuing Pesukim. The land of Yosef was especially fertile, um, especially abundant. As Rashi says, quoting the Sifri, There was no other uh, portion that any of the tribes had that was as full of bounty as was the land of Yosef. So it's blessed by God. Mimeged shomayim mitol. The word mimeged here is best translated as the the choice, the best, the best of what the heaven has to give. The dew is something which blesses the land of Yosef. Umitohom rovetzes tochas from the depths, from the subterranean depths lying underneath. Meaning, there was water, pools of water underneath the ground that rose up and helped nourish and cultivate and fertilize Yosef's land. Umimeged tuvuos shomesh. From the best of the crops that are warmed by the sun. That the land of Yosef was exposed to all the benefits of the sunlight. Umi meged geresh from the best, according to one parish in Rashi, from the best that the moon had to give, meaning those crops which appear month to month, which appear quickly and are kind of driven out from the earth. Geresh, Rashi says, is from the words gerushin, to drive out, to, to send away. Shehoretz migoreshes month by month the land of Yosef drove out its drove upwards and out to be harvested its crops and from the chief of the mountains of the east or from the chief of the primeval mountains whichever Rashi suggests both possibilities because the mountains are quicker. Uh, th- uh, crops planted on the mountains, on the hills, are quicker to ripen than others. And this was another one of the benefits of Yosef's land. Umi meged give os olam. And from the best of the uh, that which the give os, the hills gave forth, Rashi says, olam forever. Give os os peros li olam. 
ve'enon poskos me'otzer hagashomim. These are crops which continue to grow, which continue to ripen, which continue to blossom, even when there is a dearth of rain. Umimeged eretz from the best, the choicest of the land overfilling with complete goodness. Uritzon shochni sineh. And blessed too, with the rotzon, with the will, with the desire, with the special blessing of he who dwells in the sneh, in the bush. Meaning, of course, the Ribono Shalom, God himself. Tovosa l'rosh Yosef. Moshe says, may this blessing come to Yosef's head, to the head of Yosef. And to the brow, which is in a sense synonym to the head, to the brow or the skull of the Nazir Echov. Yosef is known as the holiest, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> as the holiest of the brothers, because of course he was separated from the brothers when he was sold. So he was. Nizir, he was separated from uh, his brothers. Um, physically and also in his tzitkus, he was something special. Yosef was a special tzaddik. We call Yosef, Yosef al-tzaddik. Bichor shoro hodalo, hodorlo. Rashi interprets this to mean that Bechor here means the king, meaning the king who will arise from Yosef, that is Yehoshua, who was a king and he came from Yosef, from Ephraim, Yosef's son. And Yehoshua had the power of an ox, the power of a shore, and could conquer many, many uh, of his uh, enemies. Hodorlo for Rashi means the power of the king's power of the shore of the ox was given to Yosef. And Yosef has the horns of the animal called the Re'em, which some say is the animal known as the Ibex. But be that as it may, the Re'em is an animal with gorgeous horns. The ox's horns are powerful, not necessarily beautiful. The Re'em's horns are beautiful, not necessarily powerful. Yoshua had both the glorious beauty of the Karnayim, of the horns of the Re'em, and the power, the military might of the horns of the ox. And as Rashi reminds us, the Pasha continues, Bohem amim yenagach yachtov av seores. That with these horns, Yehoshua, the king, the Bechor of Yosef, was able to gore, was able to attack, to beat the together all of its enemies, all of its nations, even those who were far flung, far, far away. As Rashi says, referring here to the various kings of the world who didn't weren't indigenous to the land of Eretz Yisrael, but bought property in Eretz Yisrael, just as today 
countries and historically countries all over the world had their embassies or had, there's a Greek colony and a German colony and a uh, etc. In 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 Yerushalayim, this was historically true, as Rashi says. Ein from all over the place, Afseoretz and Yehoshua the Bechor Shoro was able to conquer them. Vehem Rivavos Ephraim. These victims of the power of the military might of the Bechor Yosef of Yehoshua, these are translate into the Rivavos, the tens of thousands who were victims of the military victories of Yehoshua coming from Ephraim. Vehem Alfei Menashe. And these victims, these defeated enemies, are the tens of thousands of those who were conquered by Menashe, meaning, of course, Gidon, who was a descendant of Menashe, who defeated Midian, who defeated tens of thousands. And so we have concluded the uh, Barocha given to Yosef, which, interestingly enough, is the longest of all the uh, brochos, perhaps because Yosef was the Nazir Echov, was the biggest tzaddik of all. Perhaps, too, because it was from Yosef that Yehoshua came, and he was the one who conquered Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, his territory, his land, got a special blessing, not just the blessing of its agricultural wealth, but the blessing of being powerful, powerful leaders, even in the military sense. And so we have completed the third section of Asosah Brocha. Tomorrow, Mirza Hashem, we will go on to the fourth.